0: Hi, this is stuttering John Melendez from the Howard Stern Show. And for some really stupid reason, you're listening
1: to... Insufferable Bastards.
0: Great name for a podcast, morons.
2: Insufferable Bastards podcast. Ooh, edgy. You guys are so Edgy.
3: Edgy. I should just block. I don't like you either. You're a fucking dork. Why do you show up in here? Get out of here. I'm going to block you on Twitter, too. Your tweets suck.
2: You're not funny.
0: All right. Speaking of people you don't want to hang out with, I happen to stumble across this show on YouTube called Insufferable Bastards. Mm.
4: Die. Hey, everybody.
5: Welcome.
1: Welcome. To insufferable bastards my name is carlos danger For the purposes of this broadcast and i'm joined by my co-host mr brian spears hello brian
2: hello hello
1: i'm laughing because as that countdown is going oh brian you made it <laughs> the fuck yeah from corndiff baby hello corndiff welcome to the stream uh and also joining us making a return appearance to the insufferable bastard podcast is mr matt mesto from mondo creepy hello matt Readings and salutations. Welcome back, sir.
3: Thank you. It's good to it's, be back.
1: So we have like nothing really. This is a movie review and TV podcast, right at, at its heart. So I'm saying we're big phonies. We have nothing to review this week. I haven't watched anything. I've just been stuck in the dabbleverse now for a good four months. The well has, has run dry in terms of any content that we can create anything to review. I'm at a loss. Some of the wise words of Lorenzo Ariola, we're going to regurgitate some content, right? Clip show, Clip transformative show. content. Feel to help me out. Feel feel free to, to weigh in, boys. I I would appreciate I'm, that. I'm
3: all about it. I'm all about it.
1: So, the first thing before we get to some of our clips, and we're going to talk about a accidental fib I told on the Cardiff Electric broadcast earlier this week. We're going to update. Well, not really update, but we're going to weigh in a little bit on DabbleGon, Kinky Loco. I love Regurge, so do I. Hi, Kinky Loco. God bless you, Kinky Loco. Talk a little bit about P-Gate, right? Because you have to. And I think that so many people have said so many things about DabbleGon, DabbleCon, P-Gate. I don't know what else we can add to it, but we'll try. Then we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Chad Zumach on Misery Loves Company yesterday, Friday. I thought he was wonderful. I think Buzz Chad is the best Chad. And then we'll go in and talk about some movie stuff. So how's that sound to you guys?
3: Sounds good. I'm always a fan of angry Chad.
1: He wasn't necessarily angry. Though. There was a lot of smiling. I thought he was amusing. I thought he was funny, but well, let's get to that later in the broadcast. I apologize. Fair enough. Before we do any of that, Matt, we've known for years. Went to a lot of horror conventions together we back have. in the day. Back in the day. Matt writes, directs, produces a YouTube program also available on Roku called Mondo Creepy. You're in production. When are we going to see it? What's going on
3: right now? We shot a episode about a month ago. We're shooting another one next week. The plan is I'm trying to stockpile like three or four together and kind of release them as like a regular TV season. So hopefully you'll get one at some point, uh, like every week or every other week, make it feel like a real TV season and, Hopefully, get a little momentum going for the show.
1: Sweet. And as you were saying that, I was reading the comments, so I wasn't paying attention. But do you have a you have a target date for when you'll release the next one? Did you answer that? Just say it again. I apologize. Uh,
3: I don't have a target date yet because, uh, like I said, I'm stockpiling uh, writing at the same time. So I'm hoping. Oh, so
1: you're not you're not shooting, editing, getting it prepared, and then going on to the next one. No, you're doing no, I'm this all. like I misunderstood. We,
3: I wrote and then shot and uh, finishing up the writing probably this weekend, and then shooting next week. Uh, then probably going to try and write the next one after that and then shoot as po- soon as possible. So I'm aiming for May.
1: Nice. All right, May. That'll be here April, before.
3: Or April or May. So, before we know it. Yeah.
1: Brian, Brian has uh, relegated himself to the sole role of producer. He's hiding behind his microphone. Oh, there he is. He unmuted himself. Brian, you can, of course, weigh in. You don't have to mute yourself just because you're reading comments. Brian, Hold for no. the first time, has control of the comments, ladies and gentlemen. I'm muting myself so I can breathe. I'm a fat guy. I know breathing into the microphone is hard when you got the deviated septum. So I thought the first thing we would play here is uh, there was a clip. From, obviously, last week was DabbleCon, right? Everyone remembers. You guys both refused to go with me. I went up there alone. Like Big a trip. Fat- I have a job I couldn't uh, get out of. Okay. First of all, big trip. There were people there from California. There were people there from Florida. There were people there from Michigan. There were people there from North Carolina. There were literally people from all over the United States who made it to DabbleCon. I saw the second, live stream,
3: I regretted not going.
1: Okay. Second point, Brian had to work. Bill Loney, Brian, I'll tell you, Bill Loney couldn't make it Friday. I think he drove up from Texas. He was there Saturday. I think he left at 6 in the this morning. my
2: commute, my Friday was 20 hours. So I'll, I will say that I could not make it. All I'm saying is you, you both could have left it at you didn't go.
1: All right? So anyway, there's been a lot of DabbleCon wrap-ups, ours being the worst. We did one last Sunday, which got like 900 views, which is horribly embarrassing. But anyway, the next day or so, I was on the Cardiff Electric... Show I actually invited myself. It wasn't like he invited me. He did a thing for patrons and anybody who could join could join. So I joined twice. And uh, the second time, maybe either Brian or Matt or anybody watching, if you can pick out my lie in this clip, that's the assignment. Click out where or pick out where Carlos Danger
6: lied. Here we go. more people that you've admired for 23 years please well if we're Lally. gonna
0: name drop let's see you know Godfrey me. really looks after me well, welcome you know, back to
6: the show Carlos
1: danger how are you like Mike, Mike yeah, helped, how the uh, Bobby I just wanted to say two married. two highlights for me at dabblecon was just being in a room with 200 people going uh there was something
0: yes that was great almost, as soon as you started playing tantric. the of John going uh yeah that was hilarious that and the skull Anytime he would pull up his beer, everyone was like, Skull! Everyone was drinking. That was very funny. It was a lot of that.
1: And then also, yeah. Carl, being up there, like being a, a, a... I'm a fan for a long time of Stern and ONA. Anthony Cumia commenting on classic Howard Stern was just a moment.
0: I watched just your Little
2: Bastards episode talking about that. Yes, I i apologize I for uh, that. Also- but I'm... No, don't apologize, it was great. I also um, was very excited to have Kumi up there because as soon as we started playing the first clip of Howard, like, "Ooh, hoo Robin, I'm like, all right, this is amazing. So yes, I agree, that was fun.
1: All right, this is meta as hell, but can any of our viewers point out, or can Matt, maybe we'll go with, but let's go with viewers. Any viewers have any, all right, I got Kinky Loco there. Kinky Loco says, the lie is 200 people. There were only 40 of us there. I like how Kinky Loco's trolling himself that's kinky loco's answer matt do you know where i might have told it's inadvertent i think the this fib is, is, so is that mana. you said that you were an, an o a fan okay brian what is your
2: that was gonna be my guess matt. not that you're not a fan but you're not yeah. A. o a you're not like, like a super fan hard yeah I'm not a super fan
1: correct i only watched ona when they were on 1027 wnew in new york city during my commute to college and probably my first commute to my, my first job a lot of road miles uh in those i don't know why you can almost see as i'm saying it i'm like uh but anyway I, I fangirled out and i just want to admit publicly because i think if there's one thing we know about the dabble verse is that you have to come clean when you make a mistake you have to admit wrongs and you have to try to make amends so if i publicly- did that there would be no dabble verse. What do you mean? Oh, that's true. Yeah, because Stuttering John, yeah, that's, that's his whole thing. Well, he's the dabbler, right? We're no, just there's, there's a lot of people vying for that next spot. <laughs> All right. And so let's get on to, you know, one thing that was interesting uh, as an attendee of DabbleCon was to read and experience and watch the reaction to DabbleCon from the sort of outside world. Like Misery Loves Company and Chad Zumach and Kevin Brennan, they were talking. Brian, you should just note that that's makeup. Brian is a special effects makeup artist, so he's got paint on his hands because people will wonder why you have giant black sores all over yourself. It's not a wound. It's your artwork. That is your profession.
2: I go to the same guy, uh, Stuttering John's Nail tition. You know, Nail Person does mine too.
1: Nail tition. That sounds, I I think that might be a word. I don't know. Uh, so anyway, so they were talking about Chad Zumok and who tried to stop DabbleCon and blah blah blah. Meanwhile, the discussion among the dabblers and the people who were intended, intended was was PGate. Have you guys
3: followed PGate? I guess I guess I've been following PGate very closely. In fact, I've been trying to uh, get uh, hashtag Pdabbler going as a thing, and it's just not working out.
1: Pdabbler. Oh, I saw that. I saw that somewhere else. Oh, we got a look. We we had corn diff and oh, Brian, I'm sorry, we did it at the same time. We have a uh, Corndiff Cor I don't, I can't, I don't know who's who anymore. There's too many of the, but uh, oh, wow, this is live. This is tremendous. Yes. Hi, Cordiff natural gas. Love you, man. Uh, but before I play this clip, I just wanted to point out, and then we're going to play a clip from Cardiff's, uh, I'm sorry, Kevin's live stream, right? Kevin from why do I podcast is at the center of P gate as the peer uh, got so intoxicated, he woke up in the middle of the night peeing on his roommate's belongings. His roommate being OJ, Obnoxious John.
3: For the record, how old is Kevin? I don't know, man. He's, old. He's in his 40s, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Close to it. Doesn't it matter. It. He got
3: messed up. Well, actually, that's way too old to be peeing in somebody's stuff. Or oh, you're wall just such or... a
2: nice guy. I, I did that last night.
3: <laughs> there... What is that Bible
1: thing there? But for the grace of God, something like that. What's on in the background? What are you watching back there?
3: I'm watching a, an episode of Mondo Creepy.
1: Okay, I wasn't sure what. The exact, I was just. Yeah. I don't want it to get out of hand. So, uh, but I just want to say a couple of positive things about Kevin because he has been getting the shit kicked out of him for the last couple of days here and i'm not sure his live stream responding to all this helped him in any way probably made the situation worse but number one he's helpful and friendly when it comes to troubleshooting tech issues for other youtube boomers this podcast included number two he's pleasant in any and all interactions i've had with him via direct messages on twitter number three he was a past guest on our show and we had a great time with him right brian would you concur Absolutely. Number four, I think he's done a great job building himself a little community around his where do I pee YouTube channel. And uh <laughs> court of natural gas. What is hashtag Piscate? Perhaps you should talk about it for four hours for those of us those of us unfamiliar. I'll try to get through this very quickly. Uh number five, I was looking forward to hanging out with Kevin at DabbleCon. Again, that being said, I did tune in to the live stream just referenced by Cordiff Natural Gas. Basically, as a fan and as a viewer and as a person observing whatever all this is, in the words of Kevin Brennan, I wanted to find out how Kevin ended up, Kevin dumbfuck, not Kevin Brennan, ended up naked and peeing on another man's belongings in a hotel room. Right? That's what I wanted to find out. How does that That's happen? a
3: very good question.
1: And then after the live stream, I was of the mind, well, of course he ended up naked and peeing on another man's personal belongings. By the end of that live stream, you could totally see, this totally seems like a guy that would get himself into that situation. All right, so I called in to Kevin's live stream, and I'm just going to play that for you. I had some questions myself, so here we go.
5: Or how, what do you think of that story? Hey, was that
6: was that Granny talking about his birth?
5: Uh, yeah, sort of a rebirth.
0: Is he as a child? Good for him. Uh, uh, I'd be fucking.
6: <laughs> hey, Kevin, dumb fuck. What's up, buddy? All right. Did the club owner? approach you will you kind of a dick to the club owner? That's one of the rumors running around, one of the statements that was made.
5: No, not that I, I can remember. I I, I remember a couple of the employees coming up pro-
6: there's like a ticket problem.
5: Oh ticket problem, yeah, because I put it under my fake name instead of putting it under uh his real name, which he doesn't want he doesn't want out there. So I didn't put it out there.
6: Will you will you like uh I'm trying because what I'm trying to get to is there is this thought that oh maybe kevin was pissed well wait, that's the wrong phrasing maybe kevin was angry about what that there might have been oh i get what you did there with the I, I in,
5: get in
6: the pissing like you could because the line that you you were kind of you seemed like you were at least in a bad mood you know what i'm saying is that just the way is that just your normal what, personality or what the wait Because one of the things that they were saying, like, they were saying, like, uh, all right, when you were trying to get your ticket with OJ, you were kind of a dick to the staff to the point where they had to kind of calm you down.
5: No, that's not true at all. They kept saying, we don't have any record of it. I go, I ordered this. I ordered it. I know I ordered this. I found the ticket order number. They looked it up. They saw it was under Kevin Dumbfuck and everything was good. It just took a couple of minutes. It wasn't a big deal.
4: And were you
6: having a good time like that first night? Because I know, like you, you were you were touchy feely with people. You were a little kind of like grabbing people a little bit. That, a little, that was don't know, the night I blacked out. Like you were in...
0: Wait, you were grabbing cocks?
6: That was okay.
5: like, no, that series. was the night I blacked out. The first, so the, our second night there was the first night of Davelcon. So that is wait, that wait, is when I, I blacked out.
0: Grabbing?
6: right? I was yeah, just Friday,
5: probably Friday being night, like, hugging people. The comedy show. Yeah, like between the comedy show and yeah, the karaoke exactly. is when I blacked out.
4: Wait, did you sexually assault
6: somebody? Okay, gotcha.
5: I might have been touching. He was more
6: like invaded, invading people's personal space, but like it was just kind of odd. It was just kind of, but it, you know what it came off as? It came off as maybe you were a little pissed, and I think that's where people are saying, "Oh, Kevin left. You know, he's being a little strange. He left here weird," and I think that's why people are saying, "Did he piss on OJ's shit out of some type of spite?" I think that's where it came from, was kind of the way you were acting prior.
5: Well, you got to remember, I was completely blackout drunk at this point. So any way I'm acting
0: right, right.
6: is yeah,
5: not no, my normal time, way, and it's not, it's not indicative of my emotional state at the point. It is blackout drunk because of muscle relaxers and too much alcohol. So I don't think you can chalk anything yeah. of what I did up into what I wanted to do. It was completely no,
6: and I'm just trying to I'm just trying to explain to you what
5: just no I, appre- it works, I right? appreciate you were that.
6: wondering how could people think this? But you no, know what I mean I do but, appreciate right, I that. Yeah, that out. and then the next day I saw you. The next day, I mean the real tragedy of this is that you were we were supposed to do a podcast together. That you stood me up. That's what's really I mean. All right, dude, okay, I, brought, I brought I brought so going. much equipment. But we were supposed to do a podcast and that never
5: happened. Dude, I brought so much equipment and I planned so much and I did zero. You're you're not Let the mo- you you're not the thing. most disappointed out there. I'm the most disappointed one. I came up.
6: Uh, I came up to you Saturday. I came up to you Saturday. You were sitting with KB, and I gotta say, dude, it looked like you were having an overdose. Like you looked like.
5: I shit. yeah no I was so that was the day after the blackout. Your
6: eyes were faded. It looked like I, you were nodding out, it really yeah.
5: looked like you were. Like yeah, you were gonna so that was not the day. The fuck out, that was so. the day after a blackout. I woke up and I was just like, I don't know what happened. I don't really know where I am. Um, I have an cr- incredible hangover. And the only way I know how to solve that is to keep drinking. So that's what I did. We're on
6: like any medical treatment or anything like that. The medical the day, treatment? The what kind of
5: queer it? are you? Medical treatment. What the fuck kind of man are you? A medical treatment for dehydration and I got too fucked up? No, I gotta be dying before a, I go to do that. I'm a man who
6: can hold my liquor.
5: Yeah, well, add 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 some uh, cyclobenzepines to that and see how well you do.
0: It's always the fucking New Yorkers.
5: Every goddamn
6: time. <laughs> the, uh, the last thing I want to ask, Kevin. You know, I, I I usually love you, but you you mentioned a couple of times tonight that like you put up on OJ and you kind of paid for him.
5: Well, that was a mistake. But,
6: you know, that was a mistake. On his clothes.
1: That was a mistake. Okay, so yeah, that was that clip. What I was trying to ask there was during that broadcast and i don't know if anybody else noticed this i don't know if you guys watched or not but Kevin kept sort of flexing on OJ the victim here clearly the victim right there's no one's proven that he asked for this by saying that hey I paid for this I did this you know it was a little uh, it was a little odd to me, but he doesn't answer that because it, it was it was hard to hear him and I was it was hard to be heard, I guess, I, but that was the only question. question I didn't get answered there, but I mean, the, the lesson out of that there's two things. not just don't share a hotel room uh, with another person. Don't mix drugs and booze to pick one or that, the
3: other. That leads to my question. Do we know why he was on muscle relaxers? Yes, but fun? You, <sighs> No I know. you'd He's have sat to go on a plane too long. Uh,
1: you'd have to go in and watch the whole stream. He has a whole long uh explanation there's so, a
3: medical purpose for it is what you're saying
1: matt i don't want to answer that you would have to i mean
3: okay okay i gotta dig deep
1: i'm not now. i'm trying I, I mean kevin is getting worked over uh on twitter i don't want to add to it but uh it is what it is but i just wanted to play that brian those are going what do we go let me see a couple of, i missed some of these we said uh I, I watched the, it. I watched the whole podcast. The callers were the best part. Yeah. It was very entertaining. I mean, just from not that I'm any type of broadcaster, I don't know if Kevin served himself by having granny on granny might've been uh, appropriate in a, in another setting, but he kept telling Drunkalogs about himself. And while Drunkalogs are always funny, hold on, le- le- I'll, I'll do the comment for a section there for a second. Uh, I mean, we all love Drunkalogs, but we were particularly there. All the viewers that night to hear Kevin's drunkalog, not necessarily the other guy court of natural gas. Are we supposed to forget that David Chandler paid for the hotel and not Kevin? The lies are tremendous. Yes. I got to meet, uh, David, Tr- uh, Chandler. He is awesome. Citizen M just says, uh, happy. Ryan Sharman, he said he has a bad back and hurt it on the flight. Yeah, Matt. He said that he has a history of back problems that he was essentially born with and he had a motorcycle accident and that he had a very rough flight. I guess he was delayed for a long time. So he came in not right. And then he I'm had trying forgotten to find a reason taken, to
3: sympathize with Kevin. That's why I asked.
1: He had forgotten that he had taken muscle relaxers from 2013. He's had the bottle since 2013, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Jason N nine years sober and was a blackout drunk addict. I know nothing. Not sure. Oh, that's when you set up here, Jason. I'm the asshole that gave him sober advice on Twitter. He won't listen. Yeah, I guess, you know, not to take anybody's inventory, but you know, you connect the trouble in your life with the substance in your life. If you can kind of marry those two, two plus two equals four. What's the common denominator? Pay for your own shit. So someone can't hold it over you. Yes. Yeah, I agree there. Excuses will keep adding up. All right, so that's that five, just a guest five. What is that? Is that how many live viewers we have? That's probably what that is in reference to, I assume. Oh, uh, we just hit 16. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going big time. Anyway, that was DabbleCon. Brian, or I do have one you, yeah, other you guys question, add though. whatever you want about? it wasn't DabbleCon, it was P-Gate, I apologize.
3: I do have one other question. Why would he reserve the tickets under his fake name? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, I mean I, my I, only I, thing
2: is listen, I'm not gonna give the guy a hard time because he got too screwed up at a convention. I mean, I've been there, so I'll be there. I'm not even gonna give him a hard time. Well, the I only guess... thing I'll say
1: about that, the only thing is I, I I'm not giving him a hard time about that either, but he was yeah, like, he came up to me, he's grabbing my head, no, no. he's grabbing well, my let beard me, gut, finish my statement. Chest bun- it was a little it was a little more no, no, than no. just what I'm saying friendly, is
2: drunk. I think his demeanor is what's causing more of the issues than peeing on a pair of hundred dollar jeans.
3: Yeah. He's doubling down. Listen, we've all done dumb stuff.
2: Like if, if it was like, Hey guys, I screwed up. I'm a jerk. I'm an asshole for peeing, And I'm, I'm embarrassed by that. It's the whole bravado. It's the whole, it's kind of how he's dealing with it yeah. afterwards. I mean, listen, yeah. I'm glad he's dealing with it the way it is. Cause again, I have no, it's very entertaining to watch. Yeah, I'm loving all of the controversy going on behind the scenes more than I am the actual scene. You know, like I like full, this other stuff.
3: Full disclosure: I once spilled a drink all over Ted Raimi at a convention, but I didn't like at the moment it happened. I didn't blame him and say, "Why are you in my way? Why are you bumping into me?" I apologize profusely. But yeah, it was I very mean, cool about it.
1: I heard once. I mean, Brian got thrown out of a horror convention before the convention. Well, that's the bar before the convention had started we've all had I mean well that's the thing we could all say hey yeah 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 I guess it's I went to a strip it. club on my birthday and I didn't even get in don't yell, don't yell don't yell your 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 mic's a little high for some reason like, I went ahead. to a strip what?
2: club on my birthday years and years ago like my 24th birthday and we a bunch of us went to a strip club and i didn't wasn't allowed in because i was so drunk but if, you know all my friends left me in the car thank you very oh yeah much and that
1: there. was from what i read in the newspaper was sub-zero temperatures there yeah we all have logs uh d-man 69 you can drink on cyclobenzaprine especially more than 10 hours after taking it ask me how i know
2: own your shit, no excuses yeah we got an lol and I think that's the big point there. It's just there shouldn't be any excuses. you got screwed up, like accept it, run you know that should be your your statement. I right, agree with the muttering J questions
1: man. like you can almost you can almost do a Twitter feed, print out those questions, address them one by one, try not to be defensive ask o j hey man, how can I make this up to you uh six string, I mean it's easy it's easier for me to say that I, that's the other but thing, also, right? I, I think we shouldn't uh, talk about this for too kind of much longer. We sound a like a bunch point. of we sound like a bunch of uh, I don't know what Korn gossiping. Of- what is does to say? Oh, uh, he he was pissy the whole time last night. I did watch that on the Backyard Boys podcast. Then bailed early without saying anything. Yeah, he acted like an ass the whole time. And I time. think that's
2: hurting him more than peeing on stuff. I mean, we're all making fun of that because we've all been there and we've but and we've all done it in our twenties. Maybe not. I'm not saying you did it like that, but that's kind of the it's it's the response to the 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 mistake.
1: Right. And I guess, I guess his point of view, he pointed out in his live stream, look, there's a certain segment of the population out there that hates me no matter what I do. So why should I try to be uh, anything different? Um, so that's that. But he does have, I mean, look, I, I think I was watching Ski Mask Collective and, and, and it looked like Ski Mask urinated himself in support of Kevin, which I found quite touching. Stevie Lou may or may not have, he had, at least appeared to be simulating, urinating in his own apartment. On a live stream in support of Kevin Dumfuck. So there are some great things happening. There is some solidarity to some extent.
3: And oj has been very classy about the whole thing.
1: OJ is a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I had spent more time with him uh, at Dabblecon. All right, so Kinky Loco, I'm gonna bring that up one more time. Kinky Loco. Piscate could be his key to more viewers, but his response has caused people. Who supported him to back away? And I
2: That's where I agree. Kinky says yeah. it way more yeah. streamlined.
1: I'm hedging my words a little bit because I'm a coward, but I think that uh could be right. He shows no genuine remorse. Yeah, it was more defensiveness in the live stream than apologies. So uh oh, court if natural stop
2: because it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> court natural gas, Stevie Lou may be the greatest quote unquote comedian of our
2: generation
1: (laughs) something tells me cordiff might not be a fan that might be uh sarcasm there all right so let's move on let's move on god bless you kevin dumb fuck hang in there buddy i don't know what else to say there i'm not gonna hashtag p Dabbler. yeah uh yeah i don't like some people are, are 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 shitting on uh el harible which i don't that guy didn't do anything. I mean, and he was there working to a certain extent at DabbleCon. Like he was doing his thing. Listen, and, you got like, people understand, were appreciative of him, so they, you have to
3: understand why he didn't want to shake his hand. It's totally understandable. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, hashtag P Dabbler. There it is. So yesterday on Misery Loves Company, the world's—I well, don't want to say the world's greatest podcast because then Cardiff Electric will will never be nice to me again. But I love Misery Loves Company. Chad Zumach controversial figure, uh, in the internet world, or at least the world of 40 something year old white dudes who are now taking over a very small, dark corner of YouTube. He was on misery loves company with Bob Levy. We know that Chad Zumach gave up drinking for the new year. He's, and he's been, I mean, he's, he's doing what he's saying. He's been sober. His YouTube views are up. I think Chad has turned a corner perhaps but uh, I co- did he I fall off that. the wagon yesterday or did he earn a drink? Let's watch a clip. This was posted by son of Billy Wagner on Twitter yesterday. And it's a quick clip. I mean, the, 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 the setup here is that Kevin Brennan's microphone stopped working. And, uh, there was a couple of minutes where Brennan wasn't on the screen and Chad held down the super chat while Levy just sort of reacted to Chad. Chad is almost funny as a tumor. Yes, there is a infamous interview out there with corndiff and chad although i thought that was entertaining too like chad i thought chad was doing a work you know pretending he was angry at at Cordiff. i found that kind of entertaining i found that interview
2: very very entertaining
1: yeah and corndiff's delivery is much better than mine so i'm talking about okay here we go here is chad makes brennan seem (laughs)
2: likable
1: not wrong Turn that up. Go like this. There you
2: go, Kevin. There you go, Kevin. We we had so much money coming in. Wait, we did it? Did,
0: Chad, shut the fuck up. Can you hear me or not?
5: Perfect, baby. Perfect. Perfect. Well, wow, you guys are
0: fucking. This is what a sh- fucking shit show.
5: This is the, one of the best they said. I don't know. Why, why are you? Can you, you hear
0: me or not? Thumbs yeah. up if you can hear me.
5: Yeah. 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 All
0: right. All right. Thanks,
5: Adam.
3: We heard you the whole time.
0: No, you didn't. I asked you to say thumbs up if you heard me. You said no, you didn't hear me. Yeah. Be fair, no, no. you were now. loud. You were loud. No. Chad, shut the now? fuck up. I asked before. I had it set up. I said thumbs up if you can hear me and you didn't you didn't do anything. Yeah, we didn't fucking hear you when you said that. We didn't we not we did not hear you when you said that. You you said we heard you the whole time. No. No, we heard you when you were on. What? What? When wow. he was on early. Well, I don't he... know. I don't know what the fuck's going on now.
2: It's perfect now. Now we hear you, so
0: who gives a shit? Yeah, that's why it's like I got to upgrade everything and then Mm -hmm. one thing doesn't work and Adam's not here and and it's a shit show. So that's why I said keep it as simple as possible. Everyone's like, no, you need the stand up, mic, you need a green screen, you need the you need the headsets, you need this, you need that. And then one thing doesn't work. uh, It's too loud. Adam can't turn it down. And then it's an absolute fucking shit show. By the way, the whole
2: time you were gone, I did the super chat. So go fuck yourself, Kevin. I tried to help you.
0: What? Why are you mad? Oh, you're really drunk now. Why are you so drunk? It's four o'clock.
3: It's like Brennan is doing an impersonation of himself. Really? No, I think the guy's genuine. You're saying you're yeah. saying Bre- that You saying that. that's what you got out of that clip that Brennan's a phony? No. How well- dare you? I didn't say he's a phony. It's just he's actually ex- he was extra Brennan-ish in that clip. That's all. Was Chad likable? Wasn't Chad I thought Chad was great. Oh, I think he's yeah. so
2: likable. I think yeah. he's great on Misery Loves Company. When
1: he's drinking though, when he he's got to have when he's when he's like he takes off his hat, he's a great foil to Am I wrong? Chad, am I wrong? Am I out of my mind here? I <laughs> like I asked the chat and Brian takes away a question. I mean a, a thing. Here, uh Florida's greatest toilet. Everyone shit on him. Uh-oh. misdemeanor bob becomes less funny when he gets on kevin's podcast oh i think brian you know, might agree with you there brian agree is agree with that brian for you know in full disclosure is neither a Shuly nor bob fan Oh,
2: yeah i'm totally i can't when the whole dabbler verse implodes i can't wait to actually say what i want to say and this is uh but I'm tommy full of my co of my co my host what
1: the fuck does that mean now what what, what does that mean Could you can you say whatever guys, you want you
2: know uh what am well, i what am I I in running for a show on the shooley network are you out of your mind well maybe you got a better chance than i would because i would just say no i don't do hack shows but that's enough
1: brian's discovered shooley's anonymous and he discovered the podcast um uh, what's it called I'm, the name escapes me now god damn it the tapes the, the the uh it's the one where they went over they went over shooley's set from DabbleCon and then compared it to he, you know, basically, he's recycling content, according to the podcast. He, yeah, but he's a
3: stand-up comic. You have a set. You go from one comedy club to another. You do the same thing. That's that's what stand-up uh, comedy is.
1: Well, I the think. argument being that this is a guy
2: five-year-old material oh, who goes out to
1: Stuttering John one. for that. You know, yeah. it's a, I don't I can't remember. It's in Shuli's office. I can't. Nobody remembers the name. Well, of Stuttering
3: John's material is ten years old. At least Shuli doing stuff that's only five years old.
1: So anyway, that's what Brian wants to say. Uh Kumio, Kumia has Gino, Brennan has Zumok, Frankenstein has Igor
3: <laughs> Also, it sounds like from all the technical Say it, problems. Loco says, Say it. From all the technical problems it seems Brennan is complaining about maybe he's a bit more appreciative about what they're doing over a compound media.
2: No, I think that's Brennan's thing. I mean, look, I agree I with you. I mean, I would be the same <laughs> as Brennan with all the computer errors and all that stuff. That's what makes this show funny. I like that there is no production value. Yeah. And it's just a guy going on and ranting.
1: B-Man69, I hated Chad at first, but for some reason I don't hate him as much now. I mean, my experience with Chad is that I'm a new listener to Misery Loves Company. I only know the Chad era. I started listening on Zoom during the pandemic. So that's another thing. Your perspective is influenced by where you joined, I guess. He doesn't try as hard when he's drinking. Yeah, Uh, corn diff. Chad brings in the tips, but not in a good way. People just hate him so much they're willing to pay money to let him know that is true this, this is citizen m this guy is a pro he did a bunch of good calls actually citizen m had good calls to kevin Dumfuck during the christmas eve special that kevin did and then the other night on kevin's live stream citizen m says i'd like to add apologies to those who already know chrissy Mayer copyright struck all the Dabblecon con stand-up sets having them removed from the clear net so I leak them to, <laughs> to John Melendez. The uh, Gulag says, Kevin needs someone to abuse, and we enjoy watching Chad get abused. And I like that like Chad gives it back to Kevin a little bit, yes. uh, as Tom Cassidy does as well. Uh, I love Bob and Shuly. I just don't like Bob and MLC, OK?
3: I mean, if you're Chad and you're backed into a corner, what else are you going to do?
1: Kinky Loco says, Cardiff put the dabble concept bootleg on his Patreon. That's how you deal with someone recording your set. I didn't even think of that. Six String Man says the entire chat shitting on Chad is better than the actual show. Jason N. Dabbler does a great Brennan impression. Yes, he does. Yeah, yes, he does. he does. So you guys heard. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. He did that during DabbleCon Live. I've been listening to MLC since it was on Riotcast. I love listening to Brennan bitch and complain. Yeah, there's definitely something almost addictive about it. Ryan Sharman says Citizen M. I don't I get you don't like Chrissy but what do you think John would do with the video? So I believe we're all caught up on comments. I apologize if we've missed any. Me and Brian are trying our best here, but we're old men. Uh, All right, so that's really all the dabble. Maybe that's that's it with us and the dabble verse. We are dabble verse adjacent, I've always said. But we're at our, at the heart of this, we're a movie and TV review podcast. It just so happens that the only way we get any attention is to mention our love of stuttering, John Howard Stern and the extended dabbleverse. So come and clean right there. Uh, the next clip I wanted to play, this is a long one. It's like seven minutes. I don't know if I'll play the whole thing, but I came across it in a YouTube wormhole, the quality is not bad, but it's a deleted scene. From the movie The Departed, directed by Martin Scorsese, right? We've totally shifted shifted gears here. Um, so I'm I've always been of the opinion, Brian, and I think you have too. I don't know, Matt, what your take is. Uh, the departed is overrated. I agree. I mean, and I think the central weakness to the movie is the casting of Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio in the lead. He is too D gulag i'm new here but this podcast is great thank you so much d gulag you'll start to hate us beginning right now this newish this is when we start to get we're just naturally boring people but this is this is when it will happen but i i, I never thought dicaprio was cast right because he doesn't have the gravitas
3: i was about to say to i don't carry think he that has, he's he's not physically impending enough it's to carry a baby that face role. his baby
1: yeah. face He's not like, yeah, he's not like a, a, a whatever, a Southie tough Gene guy. Hackman.
2: He's not Gene yeah. Hackman. He doesn't have those wrinkles at 30. He doesn't have that, like, you know, he looks like he l- grew up in an L.A. lifestyle his whole life.
1: Yeah, and the problem with The Departed is that they surround him with character actors who pull it off. Yeah. So it draws attention more to how miscast this pretty especially, boy DiCaprio is.
3: Especially at the end. At no point do I ever believe that Leonardo DiCaprio DiCaprio could kick Matt Damon's ass.
1: I'd say that a Wahlberg, who's not a gifted actor, I think at all, would have been better in the DiCaprio role. And also, Jack Nicholson shouldn't have been the, the, the lead mobster. I thought no. the, he's essentially the Whitey Bulger. Uh, oh. it's a, I don't know. It's the town is a better version of a worse movie.
2: I think the town is, is a bad movie, too, though.
1: So here we're going to go. I'm going to share this deleted scene. And I don't know where I'm going with it. This is essentially when I say this is a clip show and there's no creativity or talent or or, or or anything, but here's where we're gonna go. We're just gonna watch this deleted scene. My theory is that it is proof that DiCaprio's miscast. This scene Oh, and feel free to like tell me to pause it or anything like that. We don't you know what I mean?
4: It was one of my favorite scenes actually in the film. Um Delahunt has been shot. Um, he's dying. He calls Billy over. Uh, ultimately, in the film, the final part of the scene remains in which he says, "You know, I I gave you the uh, the wrong address, uh, but you came to the right one, meaning I know that you're the rat." Um, but what happened was that originally, when I read the script, there's this long scene that you'll see now, in which uh, Delahunt talks about talks about his feelings about the boss Costello and and the life he, he was he was he's been leading, and uh, what I liked about it was that. He talks about the boss asking him, "Could he kill somebody for him if he knew he was the rat?" And uh, I like the performance here, Mark's performance, because of the sorry, uh, The the issue is uh, what he discusses that he thought he could, but now he knows he can't kill someone. And um, uh, does that mean that he knows Billy's the rat, and he doesn't want to see Billy killed? Why didn't he tell the guys while he was dying in the in the, the van, getting over to the uh, the bar that they're in? Um, all these questions came came to mind, and and I wondered what that was. Uh, uh, is Delahunt really a cop?
0: Hey, uh, how you doing? Hey. I called the vet. You want? Sorry to for news? the quality, it is, but it's sober. The fucking vet's sober. So you're <laughs> gonna be all right, okay? Bad news is the traffic's back. What's fucking near? Traffic's back. Yeah. So hold on, right? You're gonna be fine. Sure.
4: Okay, right. big guy. Yeah. You easy, right? Sure. Hey. Yeah. So, where the fuck were you? Well,
0: boss told like me to go home. Bring your son Whatever. to work day. Maybe he did, maybe he didn't, but
4: you went out fucking home. So, where the fuck were you? I was at the grocery store with no signal. All right, when I got the signal, I got the call. What the fuck do you want from me? Was I there or was I not there, huh? Billy. Huh? Billy. Two days ago. Yeah. Two days ago the boss
2: says to me, It's been ten years you've been with me, and you've never done me wrong. And then he asked me if one of the other guys is a rat, would I take him out? Mm
4: Mm-hmm. Well, I told him I would, but I don't know if I would. I mean, now I know I can't. I mean, I've done a lot of bad things, but I've never been a murderer. Bill? Yeah? I don't want no one to put me in a dumpster. Just don't dump put me in a dumpster.
1: Sketchy Press. That was the name of the podcast earlier whose name escaped me. Just came just came to me.
4: Sketchy Press. Stop. All right. When you're dead at the... Uh... makes no difference where they put you. <coughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus. It'd be all right. Divided, Huh. I'm nearly the departed. Huh.
2: You know what I thought today? What's that? Well, then you show up today. It's a rat
4: <laughs> Yeah? So? Have
2: you never been late in your life?
4: And... When I called you... Hmm? I... I made a mistake. I, I gave you... The wrong address, but... So he's confronted him, him, he
1: knows he's the one. rat
6: Then Tell me why I didn't he tell happens. nobody
1: But then he's like, (sighs) and he dies. The secret is safe. So I'm arguing that that scene shows that DiCaprio is miscast because he can't hold his weight surrounded by those other character actors. I mean, I guess it's a deleted scene, but also the fact that you know, the dying man says the name of the movie in that. I mean, right. So I don't know. Am I wrong here? Accents suck. Or right, here we go. here uh, we go. Six-string man says Mark Wahlberg was great. Yeah, he was great in that movie. And you know what? I'd, I'd argue that Alec Baldwin would have made a better bad guy than Jack Nicholson. Alec Baldwin steals awesome that in movie. in The
2: Departed. Alec yeah. Baldwin was great in that part, though.
1: Shoots no one. I mean, in real life, <laughs> Citizen M. <laughs> Citizen M says, Leo was perfectly cast in The Departed. He makes the film. Leonardo is six feet tall,
2: by the way. It's not about the height. It's yeah. about the, you, the oh, Citizen M comments,
1: eyes. let me give you some advice. Citizen M comments, you just read it. Don't react. D-Gulag, I hate DiCaprio. He's overdramatic, and when he has a role with an accent, it's always laughable. Yeah, he did go in and out of his Boston accent right there. Jason N says, I just, oh, it was going too fast for me. Accents suck. We don't sound that normal here, and I'm 10 minutes from downtown Boston. That's right. That dude was the rapist from Shawshank. Yeah, Mark, although now Mark we're probably, Ralsom, we'll get Ralsom, thrown off for Ralsom, saying that word.
2: Ralsom, Say that again. Ralsom. Mark Ralsom. Yeah.
1: Uh, Citizen M, the only time Leonardo's accent was ever criticized was Blood Diamond, and even the film critics understand he had the correct Rhodesian accent accent. You know what Leonardo DiCaprio is great in? Oh also his accent's really good in What's Eating Gilbert Grape Grape. Uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood.
2: I that's mean, the only know. movie I love him in. I think he's yeah. unbelievably, but I think he's perfectly cast in that as a movie star in the you know in the make or break period of his career. Yeah and did he win I an Academy Award for is. that? He I know was, he got he got he nominated.
1: nominated. He was great in that yeah I'll give him credit for that. But he's 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 not good in the departed and the departed it's a pale uh, version. Uh, uh, it's like the dummy, it's, man, a dummy well, version of remake. It's a remake,
3: of, it's a remake of, uh, of a Hong Kong film called Infernal Affairs. Most people here, don't realize that.
1: And here is, I don't know, is it Luck of the Blind or Luke of the Blind? I prefer to say Luke of the, uh, Luke of the Bind. I'm sorry, not Blind. Uh, he says, uh, Leonard Dope. Look at that, we got that. <laughs> my my so, big
3: issue with that scene is when he says, you know, you know you're the rat, and he reaches for his gun. Like, what is he going to do? Shoot him? I, I, like, you know, he's about to rat him out. Like, you're going to shoot this guy who's already dying and basically out. Like, why did you shoot him? Well, he was going to rat me out. You know, like, what excuse do you have at that point? You know, if like he did start shouting to, to the high hills that Leonardo was the rat.
1: Just mellow. it
3: doesn't know. make any sense.
1: My- gulag says DiCaprio was great on Epstein's island. What are you going to say, Bry?
2: I just like I have an issue with the entire Departed movie because it kind of got uh, Scorsese. It might be Scorsese's biggest hit at that time. It's just because I. It's a it's a decent enough movie. I think it could be all recast, and I don't think it's a Scorsese movie at heart. No. You know, it, it's a Scorsese movie, but not at heart. It's no it's no Goodfellas, and I think there's a certain generation that put it up there with the Goodfellas.
3: I think a lot of that has to do with the casting. Because you have yeah, a lot of heavy hitters
2: pop. in it it's a it's you know it's the people's choice movie yeah
1: luke but wishing me luck is always nice luck luke of the blind okay look at the bind
3: look at the bind and see
1: we have breaking news cordiff natural gas
6: never seen it
1: <laughs> beloved chatter's loved one DiCaprio's nervous smoking style is his most memorable part of a lot of his performances. All right, so we're getting, I'm surprised yeah. we're getting, see, we must all be of a certain age that we're all agreeing on this. Because, yeah, it does, at the beginning of that clip, it looks like it's take your son to to work day. I only liked him in Critters 3. I did not know DiCaprio was in Critters 3. Brian, were you aware of that?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. Critters 3. I, I was that. not aware of that. It's been a long time since I've seen Critters
2: 3 yeah man, six... that's, that's back in his uh fa- uh not family ties but the other one uh growing pains growing pains era
1: six string man says my favorite dicaprio movie is the wolf of wall street that is a good movie
2: when he's messed up on it he can't get and he's uh crawling on the floor the quaalude be, scene is amazing yeah that quaalude scene might be one of his best maybe
1: that's what kevin was trying for maybe it was just a recreation <laughs> Luke of the bind. I now said it correctly. The beach was a fun Leo movie. Yeah. I remember seeing that uh, in the theater, uh, but that was a bomb, right? It wasn't like Danny yeah, that Boyle was after bomb that was yeah. after 28 bomb days later.
2: Up, and it gave a rift between you and McGregor and, and Danny, Danny Boyle. Boyle at the time, because at that time, you know, he went with DiCaprio cause DiCaprio had the bigger name and was going to get a bigger box office. And it probably would have fresh been off of the Titanic name. then. Yeah. And listen, I'll be honest, that's why I hate Leonardo, because he's in our age group, and, you know, he was every woman's fantasy, you know, because of the goddamn Titanic, and a movie which I still haven't seen, but I own in case there's any impressionable
3: women that want to come over. Well, he's still making impression on women up until the age of 27. Yeah.
1: 25. Kinky Loco, Critters 3 is my dog's favorite movie.
2: I have Critters 1 and 2. I'm looking at it right now on VHS, but I don't have the third one.
1: Citizen M the whole idea is that Leonardo DiCaprio is perceived as being a criminal due to him being in a lower class, but he doesn't pull that off. I know I'm breaking my own rule. He doesn't seem that way. He almost has an air about him of aristocracy. That's my point with uh, Leo. He doesn't, he doesn't pull that off. Wahlberg is much more believable as white trash. Damon's character is well-respected and evil. Also Goodfellas is overrated as fuck. Whoa. Blood Diamond is the best, says Tony Sal. Titanic says Luke of the Bind. Can I Tommy's, ask you guys a question? Let me just what get Tommy's guys- comment up here. This guy, this sure. guy's royalty. Tommy, De Niro is in the uh De Niro in the Irishman. Nicholson DiCaprio in Departed. There are times actors need to be visited by actual mobsters <laughs> in relation to bad performances. Yeah, looking back, we were all gaga over the Irishman. We we were sheep reviewing that movie when it came out but it's not a good movie either i hate to say that i hate to say that oh, but i, I didn't like
3: it when it came out movie.
1: yeah we were all about it not I as bad think. as the, the sopranos movie though all right go ahead matt i'm sorry then we'll my just, question
3: to you guys what do you think of black mass the johnny depp movie which is which is the the whitey bulger story which kind of you know incorporates what the, the departed is about
1: now I'm going to say this with all due respect to uh, my lifelong friend, Mr. Brian Spears. He is a special effects makeup artist and works on film and television. It's almost like the makeup in that movie is a distraction from the performance. The right. eyes, the hair. Okay.
2: I, I've got. don't. I'm that, not.
1: I, I thought it was okay. I, it wasn't for job terrible.
2: Security. I can't say much, but I'm not going to blame the makeup. I'm going to blame the eyes. It's the. Uh, it's the eyes. It's the it's f- contact, contact lenses. lenses.
1: Oh wait. So if you're on a movie set. And it calls for contact lenses. Well,
2: technically, yes, you would design that. But I'm going to say it's the the distraction is more the color of the contacts than the makeup. And I have to say that for job security, read into that how you like.
3: I'll say Depp elevated the material. He elevated what was a very mediocre movie. I thought
2: there was another show on. Oh man, was it Showtime at the time called Brotherhood?
3: Oh right, I I never watched that. I've never
2: seen that show. Was uh the best sort of whitey bulgerish story about i think it was wrote set mobster set in rhode island or uh, or the and the massachusetts border it was probably ro- rhode island I, and I,
1: rhode island is a scary place for people who don't know i'm waiting for the great rhode island movie to come out
2: well that show was incredible oh what do we, oh kinky has a good question because
1: well i'm just what do you got i love casino didn't like I it love that love much casino didn't like it when when i first saw it i was sort of down on it it took me repeated viewings to start to i still can't sit through the movie from beginning to end cuz it's too long but it is one of those movies when it's on you got to watch at least a half hour of it and it's one of those movies that you can watch clips of on youtube for all day uh, it is yeah i don't think it's better than goodfellas
2: it's not better than goodfellas it's pretty it's it's got the incredible scenes it's got incredible like vignette scenes um sharon stone is unbelievable and, great
1: death scene with the rolling stones playing over this
2: james woods talk He's about such a scumbag. piece of is such a is piece so of shit in that good. movie yeah he is so awesome um you know of course joe you know everybody else what it's missing is the ray, ray Liotta. you know it's missing it never ha- like there was no character like uh you know in, in goodfellas you know you had yeah. no the
1: center. Yeah, yeah, yeah not center. De Niro's a little boring. I mean his character, his performance is great. The character's a little boring. Uh we were getting some long I mean uh, Rhode Island talk all the mobsters who needed to get away went up 95 and they stopped in Connecticut or Rhode Island. Rhode Island is super corrupt. Yeah, they even had there was a whole Rhode Island Connecticut mobster thing where they What was that that game that was big for 10 minutes in the 70s? Is it it highlight? Is that how you say it? I'm, I don't know if I'm oh, it's, it's still big in Miami. Line. Completely mob-controlled in Connecticut uh, and Rhode Island. Interesting stories there. Uh, Love James Woods. Yeah. James Woods is a great actor. Uh, James Woods is a piece of shit in real life. (laughs) Method acting goes too far. (laughs) <laughs> citizen M. god bless you uh but that's really it i don't know the only i guess the last thing i'll say i, mean, oh, I, I want ah, this other stuff i had other stuff on the agenda here but we've been at it an hour didn't
3: james Woods sue a fan because she implied on twitter that he well here's cocaine. the thing here's the thing
1: about repeating something if you get if somebody gets sued for defamation i don't know if he won or lost you just he repeating won. it Okay, then don't you don't want to repeat it? But okay. I think you're right. He did re, he did sue somebody for either libel or slander for yes. something said. I'm not uh, implying
3: until, at all that he did, does that or did that. Um, so please, James Wood, don't come after me. But uh, I, from what I understand, he still tried to collect after she died or something like that.
1: Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I know. Very, I mean, under the 1996 Federal Telecommunic- Telecommunications Act, we should not be held personally liable for anything we say on this stream. Uh actually no, that's YouTube. Oh, a piece of candy. James was assaulted. <laughs> Does Leon use the method? If so, it proves he's a lot. I like that we're all rallying around hate for Leonardo DiCaprio. That just makes my Saturday. Again, all right, one no, last He He's
2: amazing in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think he's phenomenal in that uh that
3: movie. I think he is
2: so, so good.
1: And what's eating Gilbert Grape?
2: I was
3: about to say, Gilbert Grape? he's he's amazing I used to put that that, I
1: worked in a video store that was a criminal front and we would put that on all the time
3: I even liked him in basketball diaries that one I
1: never
2: saw Yeah, I don't know that's
1: all right let's end I saw somebody on Twitter uh, (laughs) beloved chatters loved one no no way that FTC acts anticipated this podcast somebody put on Twitter I don't remember who I think maybe his name was Tony toast or Tony loco or Tony Todd played uh, or tweeted this great scene from Eastbound and down. And let's end on on that. I love Ray Liotta, Tommy says, especially in something wild. Yeah. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman is State of Grace. Any State of Grace fans out there? Uh,
2: It's the greatest movie.
1: John C. Riley, Sean Penn, Robin Wright Penn, before she was married to Sean Penn and subsequently divorced. Uh, Did I say Ed Harris? I probably did. I don't know. Burgess Meredith. That's an underrated 90s Uh. The uh, state
2: of grace. Uh, Ed Harris talks and inc- does an incredible interview from years ago. It was in one of those magazines, Premiere or something like that, and he talks about how he had to quit drinking for a while because of the set of The Irishman with Sean Penn, Gary Oldman. They were all in their drinking days, and he said it was like an incredible, like Irish, you know, set where everyone was just drinking and having a good time afterwards.
1: Gary Oldman's fantastic. Tommy says Leon. Matt's favorite
3: movie? It's not it's my Matt's, favorite
1: movie. It's not there. Uh, true you you went on for a true
3: romance and Romeo. True was romance. Pleading. I true romance. Yeah, but I mean, I do like Leon, but uh, I'm more true, of true, romance. A true romance. He was. Yeah,
2: I I swear to God, uh, Oldman should have won an Oscar for that. He was incredible in that. He's great. He's in really Roman. over the top in Leon.
1: Uh, who's the female lead opposite him in Romeo? Is, is it is it Gina
2: uh, Gina, Gina Olin
3: Olin? Yeah.
1: Very good movie. D. Gulag says Dracula.
3: I love Dracula. I don't care what anybody says about their movie. I love movie. <sighs> all
1: right, so let's let, 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 let's get out of here. My son's not feeling well. Thank you, everybody, for commenting and, and talking to us uh, on a Saturday. I really appreciate that. that that's nice of people. No one, no one said anything mean.
2: <laughs> well, they're saying it all under their breath as they type it in.
1: <laughs> no, it'll be in the comments section. <laughs> They'll we tweet honest- it
3: after we're done.
1: No, no, no. It'll be in the comments. Somebody will get in there and be like, why are you guys broadcasting? All right. One of the greatest comedy television programs of all time. Can we agree on that? Right? Let me turn it up a little. No business but a
6: lookout, because I'm coming for
5: you! <laughs> it was so great, baby. You had so much
6: control. Hey, April, did your pussy get wet in there? I know, if <laughs> I had a pussy be wet as shit, I'd be like squirting.
5: Dude, why are you talking about my wife's private parts?
6: Oh, well, no, I, I'm sorry. I apologize, Lady Powers. Don't call her Lady Powers, just call her April, man. Oh, don't ruin the celebratory moment with being shameful and vulgar.
4: No, no, I don't mean to ruin. I'm just so excited. I haven't felt this good in so long. I just want
6: to, I just want to bunch something. <laughs>
1: Yes! Yeah. In the words of Korndiff Electric. Oh, man. Mash the like button. So that's all I got. Wait, we got a Jay Moore. For anyone who has never met Purple, this is him. Wait, who is, who is, oh, wait, wait, wait. Who's Purple? You're saying Stevie? Or is he in the chat? That was one of my favorite moments of DabbleCon. When, uh, you know, at the beginning of DabbleCon, they went around. Wait, hold on, yeah, hold on one sec. And uh, they told everybody specifically put your cell phones away, you know, no recording. If you leave your cell phone out, we'll take it from you. I think they might've said, I, I I might be wrong there. And they specifically went up to uh, this dude purple because he's the guy that had captured the Chad Zumach set that they played and reacted to on who are these podcasts. So that was funny. All right. Last but not least, what did I just do here? Uh, oh wait, we got kinky clarifying himself no he acts like the eastbound on down character who punched the window okay stevie he isn't here in the chat thank you for clarifying that kinky loco uh beloved chatter's loved one jay moore would have (laughs) would have slapped him for talking about his wife's private parts d gulag chad claimed that jay moore hit on him yeah i saw that was that was a a classic mlc arranged by chad i think chad right And chad get that whole group together it's yes Chad had him call in probably it's that's like a, that's like a clip that made the show sort of mainstream It might have been maybe that's how I first came across it because I actually used to listen to the J Moore podcast uh more stories I'll admit that all right everybody let's uh thank you Kiki Loco below let's go through all of them beloved Chatter's loved one Cordiff natural gas Tommy Jason n D gulag I might have mentioned Jason n Citizen M. Luke of the Bind and C, Six String Man, Tony Sal, and everybody else who commented, thank you so much for keeping us company. And for Brian Spears and Matt Masto, check out Mondo Creepy on YouTube or on the, what do they call it? The Roku channel? What channel?
3: Yeah. OSI74 on Roku. Check it it's out. It's also a website, OSI74.com. You can check it out there as well.
1: And in about May, we'll probably have a new Mondo Creepy to consume. A whole bunch of
3: Mondo Creepy, hopefully.
1: There we go. Up and coming.
3: Bye, everybody. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you.